Today, what I want to talk about on our training, I'm ready to jump in if you guys are ready to jump in, is I want to talk about the nine stages of building a business. Okay, so nine stages of building a business and what it's actually going to require. Because what I see is a lot of people end up being, um, they're really great at uh, just selling, right? And that's a great way to to get started for sure. Uh, But it's not everything. And so something we say a lot of the time in in, uh, leadership stuff inside of our company is, Uh, Brian has said it so many times. He's like, this is not about the ketones. Like, I know we love the ketones. Don't misunderstand me. But he's like, if the ketones were to go away, it doesn't actually matter. Like the magic is inside of the actual business and inside of what we're actually doing and creating as, um, as a company, as a team, and as really this, this whole, uh, empire family. Okay. And so, um, there's, there's some just basic maybe, uh, tips when it comes to building a business, but I think that there's something we can all go over and then we can see how it applies into our specific business here in the empire. And so the first thing is you can't sustain a business without positive cash flow. And so I understand if you're anything like me, which you probably are, because like I said, we're frontline, so we're all aligned. <laughs> you're probably not very money motivated. And it's not to say you don't need money, right? Because I joined for money. Don't, don't hear this wrong, okay? I needed money. But once I made enough money, that ended up not being my driver. Does that make sense? Like, so some of you are probably still in the stage where like, no, sister, I need money. I get that. But I bet you if you went down into it, if you found out what your actual why is, it's probably not actually money. Make sense? Does that make sense to everybody? Okay, so even though the money might not be your main driver, your main motivator, you can't sustain any business without generating cash. That's just a thing, okay? And so yes, that means selling stuff. Yes, that means recruiting people. Yes, that means developing people. Um, And yes, that means continuing to add value with whatever way that looks like. And so my one thing I will just say is as you continue to build your business, like you are, you all impress me every single day, as you continue to grow and build your business, make smart financial decisions. Okay, so one thing, she probably doesn't even know that I have paid attention to this now for two years, but I love that when there's a sale, when there's a flavor, when there's something, Brooke Porch won't buy it until she either knows the money situation is correct or she pre-sells it. Now, pre-selling is a great option, right? Just, I'm just saying, be smart. I don't want to be the upline who's like, oh my God, sale, go buy it all, go put yourself in debt, go take your car payment and buy two boxes of, you know, whatever that is. Um, and I want you to understand that. Like, that's just where my heart comes from with that is let's stay cash flow. I do see everything. <laughs> let's stay cash flow positive. Let's make sure we have the money coming in. And I just talked about this on a Facebook live a couple of hours ago, but, um, and I might've talked about it a couple of weeks ago with you guys too, but track your money. Yeah. Like track your money in track your money out. It'll allow you to, um, it'll allow you to almost have a different level of freedom because you are very aware then of what is going on in your business. Um, and so for me, I highly suggest you do that. I suggest that you don't make the money necessarily your, your, your main motivation, but be somebody who's aware of the money in your business, right? Does that make sense? Like some, some of you are just making money, but you're like, where is it coming from? What am I doing? Da-da-da. Like start tracking it. Make sure your cash flow positive in everything you do. The other thing you can start to do right away, since we I don't know when the next event will be, is start putting some money away. Like it would be a really wise idea if maybe every trial you take five bucks, five pounds, five euros, five dollars, right? Take five 
and just put it away. You know, put it in a separate PayPal, put it in a separate envelope, put it in a wine bottle, put it wherever, every trial you sell, because then an envelope, whatever, you can open an envelope in a couple of months, you'll have hundreds of dollars, right? Think of those kinds of things as you're in a building stage right now, as we're in a momentum phase right now, maybe it's even every box of ketones you sell, you put $2, you know, towards a travel fund, whatever it is for you, maybe every rank advancement, you put $100, I don't know, whatever it is, right? Um, Whatever it is for you, maybe $100 of every MVP multiplier, like just start thinking of these kinds of things so that you can have the kind of business you want. Because if there's anything to continue to um, spend money on, it's going to be education, in my opinion, education and growth. Yeah. Okay. The other thing is just make sure um, that you're helping. How can I say, uh, manage your people. Like I love that Megan Hunter started the zoom and was like, here's what we're doing. Like, like, here's the plan. Here's the plan. Here's the plan. Here's the plan. Like I'm obsessed with that. I honestly am because it's like, I'm just going to speak very transparently about this group in particular. It was my fault that this group really wasn't growing for like a year. Like I was bringing the bodies in, right? But there weren't really that many frontline rank advancements. There wasn't that much exciting stuff going on. (laughs) And it's honestly, because like I've always been talking about lately, you can only expect what you inspect. And I was kind of just letting y'all do your thing. I was sort of like, whatever, it's no big deal. Now I'm on here. And in case you don't know, I I literally scroll the whole time to see who's on. I'm like, okay, she's on, she's on, he's on. Okay. Okay. Where's this person? Okay. Little turd. See if I mail you something off your Amazon wish list. No, I'm kidding. Um, but like, oh, I should give that to the front line too. I'm going to send you guys, um, uh, a link. I'll send it through our telegram and pulse as soon as we're done here. I need you to fill out, um, an Amazon wish list so I can love bomb you. Okay. Okay. But anyway, make sure you're paying attention to your people. Okay. And what I was doing is I was making the mistake of everything being, that wasn't my nail, by the way, that's my cuticle. I know I'm going to get the, get the fingers out of your mouth thing. Okay. It's fine. Calm down. Okay. I see your faces. Okay. I still have the nails. Thank you. All right. But focus on the big, so so many of us focus on the big picture and we forget to focus um, on more than just the vision. And so I think that when you get in there and you start to more so, like I said, it's it's the wrong word, but manage people, know what's going on with people um, and focus on their execution. uh, You can, you can really balance both of that. And so it's almost that whole painting the picture for the entire organization, showing the people, Hey, here's all the things we're doing as you know, whatever your team names are inside of the empire. Here's what we're doing with, Hey, let, I see you. You know, I, I, I got you Canada or whatever it is. Right. And seeing all those little, seeing the little nuances inside so people feel seen. So like Brittany just wrote, and like I said, like inspecting people, you know, all of you can pull reports. All of you can see who can hit MVP. All of you can see who your rank ones, twos, threes, fours, five, sixes are. Every single one of you, all of us can. We all have the reports. It's a great time to get acclimated in that back office and just start poking around. Um, At rank six, you can download reports, which gets a lot easier because you can sort things. Uh, But even still right now, it's a great time to just poke around back there, see who's actually making moves, inspect what you what you want to expect and uh, and make sure you, you really have an eye on what's going on. Have an eye on their Facebook pages. Who's making the posts? Who's making the Instagram posts? Who's doing Instagram stories? Um, I don't know if you already do this, but this is something I've done now for nine years. Um, But every time there's a Zoom, uh, I, I, I don't do it so much anymore. I still type some names in, like I just mentioned. And I do it on this Zoom. But on our big Wednesday night Zooms, are you typing in your people's names? 
and taking like attendance, I, I would, if I were you, um, I had a conversation with, with somebody on here. She knows who she is, uh, today or yesterday. I don't know. My days all blend together over here. And she's like, she won't get on the zoom. She won't do these things. I'm like, well, if that girl, you know, basically leadership is fishing. Okay. Leadership is literally throwing, casting the line and then like a little bit, like you, this is how you fish, right? You take it and you like the first time you just go like this, like, burp. like go add tag message somebody. Okay. I did it. Roll them back in. Right. And then it's like, okay, now go live. Okay. Right. And now they're like over here <laughs> and then you reel them back in. Okay. Like just a little bit further every single time. If you cast the net and you say, I'll see you on Wednesday night training. Bloop, okay. And it's like, bloop, right. And then they, instead of doing it and reeling them back in, if they instead do something stupid and are like, hey, I was just wondering, like, how do you, who's Betty? What's this Betty you talk about all the time? And you're like, oh, no. So I'm going to tag, like, seriously, this is what you need to say. So I'm going to tag you in the recording from Wednesday night. I'm going to need you to watch that. That's a new boop right? Like constantly doing that instead of spoon feeding people. If you spoon feed people, you are going to get so exhausted in your leadership. And that starts with the very first person you recruit. So whether you're somebody on here who has a thousand recruits or you're somebody on here with no recruits yet, either way, that's something you should know right now when it comes to leadership. So um, make sure you're managing people, but also empowering people and also giving them the big picture inside of all of it. And for, for anyone who's like me, I'm a recovering pushover. You probably know this, um, but that's real. That was very hard for me. I wanted to answer every question. I wanted to handhold all the way. And it's interesting because iron. It's not ironic actually, but and it's not coincidental. But every time I leave for somewhere. And I still do all the things in my business, as I know, you know, but the champs know I'm not there. They step up more like the champs actually grow more when mom's not like, hi, children. Okay. So I want you to think about that from your perspective. Who are the people that would grow if they knew they were seen, but they are being almost forced to lead, right? And they don't need to lead whole Zooms or lead whatever, but let people lead a little bit. Okay. Um, let's continue to have a business culture that matches our core values. I talked about this on the champ zoom, maybe last night. I don't know on a zoom yesterday, some zoom, right? Build a business culture that matches your core values. Because if you continue to bring people in business that you don't even like, it's going to drive you crazy. Okay. I know sometimes you can have those low hanging fruits that you're just like, Oh, thank God I got a recruit. It, <laughs> sometimes baby girl it ain't worth it okay sometimes you just want to punch him in the face I mean I've never hit anybody so it's not an actual threat so but I'm just saying sometimes you recruit people that you pretty much instantly regret and so for your business to prosper I just want you to know that your employees if you will right your team members because they're not actually employees right your volunteer sales force your team must know and relate to your core values right? They need to know how you treat people. They need to know how you show up to your business. They need to know you care about trainings. They need to know about your personal integrity. That might sound strange to you, but I was on a Zoom with Eric Worre yesterday and he was talking about how, um, you know, there's been a lot of organizations that have been ruined by leaders going out and drinking with their teams and getting drunk and then like 
like, you know, doing like regrettable things and whatever, but people never forget 20 years down the road. They'll still talk about the time you went and got hammered in new Orleans with them. And you know, whatever. Do you remember that time you were super drunk? Like it's just literally not worth it. So showing people that your business integrity is one thing. Your personal integrity is the same thing. Um, your core values in your household are the same as your business, etc. Those are timeless principles that continue to drive our business forward, right? The way I can best explain this is Jesse Lee one-on-one as a person is the exact same as Jesse Lee in a group setting as a person. Does that make sense? Like personality is a little different in the sense of I put on a show. Oh my God, that was so loud. That scared the crap. It's like, what did I do? Okay. Um, in the sense of like, I put on a show online. Of course you all know that, but at my core, I'm still the same person, right? At my core, I'm still the big mush ball. I'm still whatever. Um, and I still show up in the same way. So I just want you to think about that when you're recruiting people, when you're bringing people in, make your business culture the same culture that you have in your daily life. It's just like when your mom, probably when you were a kid, would be like, don't be a liar, right? Like, because then you're going to get all confused. Did Did any of your parents ever say that? Like if you tell lies, if you can't, if you lie to them and you tell them one thing and them one thing, you're getting them all mixed up, right? It's the same thing. Don't have one personality for your business and then another for your personal life. <laughs> oh. All right. The next thing is I want you to make sure you are paying attention. And I kind of already touched on this to key business metrics. Okay. So this is where you kind of move from managing your team to actually managing by numbers. Does this make sense? Now, let me explain something. Um, Don't get so excited, not that you are, but don't get so excited about sales numbers. I want you to get more excited, not just by BV, GV, TV, whatever. Get excited based off of how many MVPs you have in your organization every month. Get more excited by how many new people you bring in every month. Get more excited by the leaderboard in your back office of new enrollments every month. Those are three things that I think if you track every single month, you can actually tell the health of your organization. Because like, I'll use an example. I knew Brittany Anderson, who I'm sure she's, oh, there she is. I was like, I know she's on here. She's always on here. Okay. I knew Brittany Anderson was going to hit rank eight. Okay. And it wasn't because I was like, oh my God, she deserves it, which of course she did, okay? It had nothing to do with that. It had to do with, I messaged her and I said, Brittany, how many new recruits do you have? And she's like, it was something like 140 or something ridiculous. I'm like, oh, okay. And then looking in her, because I can pull every report, I can see everything. I'm like, "Mm -mm." looking and seeing her little number on the bottom left-hand side where it's a green arrow showing that her MVPs are developing. I already know. And so it didn't matter on the months when she's like, my volume is not what my volume is. I work so hard. I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. But like, I knew where her business was going to go based off of who's developing as MVPs, who's enrolling and how many new recruits were going on. So enrollments are customers and 
recruits because of course we can convert customers very easily to recruits. That's where you're going to get your best recruits from. But once you start knowing those things, you can actually manage by the numbers. And then the further things you can look at past MVP is you can start looking at, hmm, how many um, rank uh, like rising champs, right? How many rank fours do we have? Oh, okay. How many rank fives do we have? Rank sixes and then pro champs. So as it continues, it's almost like a ladder. Does that make sense? Like you, there's different metrics at every level of your leadership. I just want to prepare you all for the future uh, that you can start to look at and track to make sure that your business is actually building and not just focusing on sales, right? Uh, I just think sometimes we get super, and it's exciting. Our volume is really high. It's super exciting. I don't want to take away from that. I just want you to understand where the health in an actual organization is so you can actually track that through your business as your business continues to grow. I've been saying this a lot, but you are at the best timing ever ever in this team in this company in general we are right we are basically day one the way i look at it right we are stable um, but we are about to explode the next thing is very obvious stay connected stay connected to your people stay connected to your team this is stay connected to your upline hello that's me duh and stay connected to your sidelines and stay connected to the team as a whole but also stay connected to your team um, a lot of the time what i see in a big leadership flaw is that a lot of leaders and this even happens inside of our company will stay in almost they're not hiding in their office because I don't know if anybody necessarily has an office, but it's like they hide in their office and assume everybody knows what's going on, right? So more like be the leader, be the person that people get to see and hear from, you know, often. People want to know what's going on. It's like I was reading this leadership book and they were talking, it was the um, Disney one, and he's talking about the best thing that he ever did was he would walk the park every morning and like talk to employees and then stay late and walk the park again and talk to employees so he was seen. And I just thought to myself, God, that's really smart. You know, it's like, can you imagine if I came over here and I just just like, sorry guys, all Zooms are canceled until I return to America. Like that's basically the equivalent though. Like, sorry guys, I'm not gonna go live until I'm back in America. Like, sorry, oh, I'm, I swear I'm still working. Like I could say 10,000 good things. I could, I could gas myself up and like tell you guys I'm doing stuff. But if I'm not here actually showing you and staying involved and the last couple of days of the month telling the champs like list of names, give me list of names. Come on, let me give you list of names. I'm here, I'm working, let's go. Let's bump people, let's do the things. Like that's how people know that they are seen and still appreciated. And so be the, the leader that quote unquote walks around. Right. Be the person who gives constant feedback. Be the person who says thank you. Be the person who puts out gratitude messages. There's a reason we, you know, that I mail so much stuff is because people need to know that I see them. People need to know that I'm there um, and that and and that they're appreciated for everything that that they are doing. Okay. All right, hon. I need to drink water. All right. Next thing is be prepared to pivot. <laughs> okay. Um, again, something I say a lot, but. How you're going to find success in this team and in this business is probably not what you think it is, okay? So, like, I made a post nine years ago and I said, oh, I'm going to be the first millionaire in my family, right? I didn't know. I mean, prove it didn't even exist then, so it's not even like I could have joined this company, right? Um, well, I guess I made a million before, but same thing. I never was going to be a network marketer, okay? I thought that I was going to work in, like, hotels and then be I – don't, I don't really know what my plan was, but it definitely wasn't this, and so the idea to be open to pivots 
is so important in your business. Just like we talked about, I don't, I'm sorry, all my Zooms run together. We talked about adaptability on some Zoom, our, our Wednesday night Zoom. That's adaptability. That's understanding, hey, I set this plan in my mind. This is what I thought was gonna happen. Oh gosh, something totally different is going on. Okay, that's fine. Let's pivot and let's adapt. Because a lot of the time when those, those roadblocks, if you will, come into your life, they end up being really positive forks in the road that allow you to go and maneuver wherever you need to go. And so, um, you know, sometimes I don't like, I mean, big businesses make little, um, little pivots. I don't know if you have ever heard of, um, a company called Netflix, (laughs) but this is going to age me, I guess. (laughs) But do any of you remember? So what I graduated college 10 years ago, 2010. Um, and so probably in 2008, 2009, I used to have a Netflix subscription. Did anybody have a Netflix subscription 12 years ago or anything like that? Do you remember how it worked? You would literally rent DVDs, okay? So it would come to you in the mail, and then you'd watch, you'd binge watch three episodes of Desperate Housewives or whatever, and then you'd put it back in the mailer, and then it would take three days to get back, and then three days later, you'd get to watch three more episodes, and you'd send it back. I remember doing it with House, the show House, when I was in college. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so that's how it started. And um, if you don't know this, the reason that they pivoted was actually because of Blockbuster. Blockbuster was going to do something. I don't remember. I listened to a podcast on it and uh, they decided, screw this. We're going to pivot to an online model. And Blockbuster actually made fun of them. I don't know how many of you know this. Like Blockbuster was like, nobody's going to watch stuff on their whatever. They want to go to the stores. They want to blah, 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 blah. And, uh, And Netflix made the pivot. And by making that pivot, obviously, I don't think there's a person on planet Earth that uh, that don't that that does not know what. Well, I'm sure there's somebody who doesn't know what Netflix is, but um, yep, Blockbuster was doing the mail and DVD at the same time and lost because of that little pivot. Just like um, I don't know if you know, but Starbucks was selling only coffee um, from espresso makers, and then they shifted and they pivoted to uh, to becoming a big box brand with all kinds of different kinds of coffee. So little tiny things like that, and don't pivot too late. You know, when you see something uh, changing, when you feel it changing, I should say, because you might not see it, um, in your business, making that quick move, right? Taking that person out of the chat when they are just absolutely going nuts. Um, you know, make, you know setting, setting the example, as, you know, whatever it is for you, okay? I know some of you have ideas in your head right now, whatever that is, where you're like, I need to pivot and do that. Just do that, right? If you're like, man, I really want to start working on TikTok, do it. If you're somebody who's like, I really want to start doing more on Instagram, do it. If you're like, I want to start making YouTube videos, do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, you know? So whatever those things are, you don't blaze your own trail. Like, I don't know whose team you think you joined, but I am not a dictator. So you know what? Go do your thing. Um, and when you have success doing whatever your thing is, LinkedIn, I don't know, whatever, um, do it. I'll celebrate you and then I'll edify you and you can train all of us on how to do it because I don't know how to do it. <laughs> um, but, but for me, there's so many things where you can absolutely capitalize by pivoting in your business just a little bit. Um, Next thing is don't try to be a be-all, end-all, doing everything for everyone. Capitalize on your strengths. Stay in your sweet spot. I'm reading, I'm finishing up this Dean Graziosi book about um, something, Secrets, Millionaire Habits or something like that. And he was saying that even when he really wasn't making enough money, he was paying people to mow his lawn. He was paying people to get his groceries. And his father, of all people, was like, you are wasting money. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, 
I am challenged at mowing a lawn. It takes me 10 times longer than it takes the lawn care service to, to mow the lawn. Like, why am I spending all that time? That's not my gift zone. I go to the grocery store. I don't know what I need to make a pasta with whatever. Like, just go get my ingredients. I don't know, you know? Um, and I'm sure you can all think of little things like that. Before I was making any kind of money where I maybe should have been having a cleaning service, I had a cleaning service for eight years, right? And that's because I can't work in mess. I hate it. It drives me crazy. I don't know how to clean. Like It's a real thing. Okay. Uh, if you've been to my house, you know, I have to keep it clean. I don't like dirt. I don't like mess. I don't like all the craziness, but, um, I don't know how to fix it. So I capitalize on my strengths. I double, triple, quadruple down on my strengths. And I hope and pray every single one of you can start to do that too. Staying in that sweet spot. Maybe you're a great content curator, then curate content. Maybe you're great at, um, relationships, build relationships. Okay just fix the things you're not good at by hiring. That's like why we said to use Upwork, you know, don't feel like you have to do everything. Fill in those gaps where you have the least interest and the least strength. So that over time you're able to enter stages of your life where you're literally only doing things you love and you're literally using all of your talents to their fullest. Like it will get to a point for you. This is the point that I'm at right now um, where if it doesn't have to have my DNA, I really don't do it. I just don't, right? Like, I'm the only one, Jesse Lee is the only one who can run Jesse Lee's Frontline Zoom. <laughs> you know, has to be me. I'm the only one who can record podcasts of mine. I'm the only one who can go live. I'm the only one who can train other people's teams. I'm the only one who can, who can show, like, I'm the only one who can do a lot of stuff. But there's a lot of stuff that doesn't have to be Jesse Lee. And so what are those things, right? And you, honestly, you guys know what your strengths are. Like, Chelsea, you know what your strengths are. If you don't, go ask people. Go ask for Facebook. When you think of me, what are three things you think of? You know? Oh, you're a great mom. You're a great multitasker. You're, you know, you, you love, you love, you love sci-fi. <laughs> Whatever it is. They're going to tell you um, exactly, exactly what they think about, um, think about you. Um, the next thing is let your business explode. Okay? So I think so many times... Um, People get caught up in the challenge of growth and they, they slow themselves down. And so what I will tell you to do is when you continue to grow like we are and you're like, I don't know if I can keep up with this, double down on your personal development as well. Like take the time to just read 10 pages a day just to kind of get your head back in the mindset. Put on a podcast, put on you know, a YouTube, whatever it is for you, a, a live video or something like that. Because the only reason I can tell you that for sure I've been able to sustain the levels of success I have and then continue to grow at the levels I have is because I just keep reading. And even if something feels like it's not relevant to what's going on in my life, my brain will start to pull on it, right? My brain will start to go, hold on a second. You know what to do in this situation. You read a book three years ago, you know, like your brain's like, <coughs> like pull something out. So, but continue to do that. Cause otherwise you're going to, um, you're going to come to a place where you've heard me talk about the, like the law of the thermometer, Right? You're going to be busting out of your comfort zone and something that is going to be going crazy. Nuh-uh, I uploaded. Did I upload it today. What are you talking about? Did it not upload? You got me all stressed out now. It literally broke. It literally broke. Like I had to contact them via Instagram and email. Like I was like, where are my podcasts? They're only on Anchor. I was freaking out. Um, and I just read that and I forgot what the heck I was about. To, what was I talking about? What was I talking about? Lee got me distracted. Lee's big muscles distracted me. What was I talking about? 
<sighs> was anyone paying attention? Oh, the thermometer. Thank you. Okay. So I talk about the law of the thermometer a lot, right? And what's being created right now in network marketing is probably the greatest leadership gap of all time. And if you've never heard of this concept before, here's the concept. People's incomes are growing like this. Rank advancements like crazy. Most people's leadership is right here. Yeah. Like they're spending no time training. Everyone's just put in sales, put in boxes, go, 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 recruit, recruit, recruit. So all the volume numbers are going up and nobody's getting trained. Make sense? So just like economic contracture, what will happen is all of this, if this is where your leadership actually is, what will actually happen is it will come right back down to the level of leadership that you can actually lead at. That's the problem. Okay, so right now, if you're looking at your business and it's growing, 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 I highly encourage you to double, triple down on that so that you are out of your comfort zone like so many of us already are, but you're not in a place that you can't sustain. And that's why our team has never dropped, just to be totally honest with you, is that when we go through huge growth cycles like this, it's when I develop like nuts. I put in hours of development a day because I'm like, we are not losing this. I need to make sure I know how to talk to people. I need to know I know how I need to make sure I know how to lead properly. I need to know how to make sure my emotional intelligence is exactly where it needs to be. I need to know more about how to manage people. Um, this is when I tend to read a lot of leadership books. Um, I tend to get super, super engaged in a lot of different things. And so make sure you're out of your comfort zone, but you're also creating it as a new comfort zone. Does that make sense? Like here's your comfort zone. Now you're getting out of it to create this as your new one, right? So you're just going to continue to grow, 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 expand, expand, expand. All right. And then increase. Oh my gosh, you guys are great at this. Those of you on here, increase the focus that you have on the coaching and on the training and on the mentoring. Okay. Recognize that it is great to get paid. Do not hear me incorrectly. Oh my gosh. Yes, it is. It is nice to cash those checks. It is great. But the greatest satisfaction comes not only from your growth, but from other people's growth. It comes from the opportunity to share what you have learned with those that are following you, those that are on your team, and those that are actually carrying your legacy forward. Does that make sense? So I think about that because it's like, when you see somebody on your team win, how good does that feel? It's just, it's totally different. It's a completely different feeling. And every single one of you can have that feeling as long as you are taking this information and you are continuing to focus on coaching others with the same things, training other people on the same things, mentoring other people through the exact same stages of their life, okay? Because building your business, it's exciting. I think that building the business is like one of the most exciting. I mean, maybe it's because I love business, but it is like the most exciting thing ever. I love building businesses. Um, and every stage is going to require a different version of you. You're going to require a different stage at rank one than at rank two. You should look back when you're rank three and go, oh my gosh, how that, I am nothing like I was at rank two. Rank four should be nothing like three, five, nothing like four, six, nothing like five, seven, nothing like six, eight, nothing like seven, nine, nothing like eight, 10, nothing like nine. And I'm telling you that as somebody who for sure can look back on all of those different ranks and go, hmm, hmm, very different version of myself. And so continue to develop and enjoy every stage of it because every single stage is hard in its own unique way. 
Every stage is challenging in its own unique way. Every stage is scary in its own unique way. Every single stage is exhilarating and exciting and a blessing in its own unique way. Um, and it ends up, I swear, being one of the most exciting things of your entire life when you build it, right? Because when you build it, they will come, right? Build it, they will come. And that's really, um, in my opinion, most of the things that it actually takes to build a business. Because obviously, it's so much more of what's going on inside of us and in our minds than anything else. And as soon as you understand that you have control over whatever you want this business to look like, you can explode. There are eight point something billion people on planet earth. Do not let one or 10 bad eggs make you feel some type of way about yourself. Don't let somebody who says something to you, one person tells you something and it stops you in your tracks. Stop that, right? How would a rank 10, seven, eight, nine, whatever it is, whatever your rank is you're trying to go for, how would they react if somebody said that they were crazy, right? Then why do we do it at rank one, two, three, four, right? Because we're going to have those people. We're all going to have those people because every stage of business is different and has its own unique challenges. But every single one you learn from, you grow from, you expand from. And that's the beauty of what we're doing here is that this is almost like a fast track to personal development and life expansion all in one. And I think that's just what makes network marketing just so so, so magical. So that's what I think about how you can build a business. And I hope you got a bunch of value from this today. Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. Call me hashtag boss Lee or the people's mentor. And this is episode 168. This is going to be nine tips it takes to run a successful business. And I think it's super important you take notes with this one and share it with your teams. If you don't already like regurgitate my podcasts and make your own content from them. You should do that. Like I know they're really good. Take the content. I swear there's nothing original on planet earth anyway, 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 anyway. (laughs) Comunque. (laughs) So if I could say anything, it would just be take it, take notes and go do a live on it. Do your own. I don't know. Do your thing. Go train it to your team. Something like that. But today's reviewer of the podcast and remember to get your five star reviews in because today's Sunday, which means all reviews that are in today will be in for the drawing tomorrow for 170 US dollars make sure you get your reviews in today's review of the podcast is amazing fire breathing dragon i'm just so obsessed with this five stars by nancy america bossly even gets my two-year-old daughter's attention that's a hard thing to do if you know a two-year-old near you she's my personal development every day because she's fire this girl might as well be a dragon because everything that comes out of her mouth is fire love her story love her advice just love her which is great because she loves everybody thanks nancy i love you i appreciate it thanks for the views subscriptions and thank you for sharing this show I would love for you to tag me in your Instagram stories with your biggest takeaway of the nine tips to run your network marketing business. Hope you like episode 168 of the show.